Yo, what up? Welcome back. Another episode of Four Fit Podcast. Metal Matt here. We got the Wild Bill. We got Big John Stud. We got the J Lo. Back about eight ninety five percent J Lo, but we got a J. We got J Lo. Ninety five percent J Lo. And Bill. Bill's fired up. Bill's ready to talk some disc golf. The intro was too long. Lost the fire, but I will recap an exciting weekend at, and I think it was Johnsonville, Vermont, for the Green Mountain Championship. I think John tuned in all three days of life. John, John was there. John just got back. He just got with back with our with our friends at Joe Mez Pro. Shout out and uh, very exciting. It was the only fan of the pod. I'm sure he's a fan of the pod. I mean, you know. You know, these guys, you know, they'll be down. I think they I think they already had Delaware. They might be cutting Delaware out this year, Iron Hill. But, um, but yeah, no, Vermont was, uh, it was an exciting weekend. You know, a lot of movement on the leaderboard. And the uh, final round was fireworks on the, uh, on the back nine. And uh, it was uh, definitely a good watch. But um, Ricky Wasaki pulled out. I think it was like his fifth win up there. It's insane. So it's, uh, they're getting ready to head to Maple Hill. That's outside of Boston this weekend for another major. So for another uh, jam-packed weekend of uh, gnarly putts. Now, Bill, for someone who's tr- trying to get into disc golf, because it's a growing sport. Oh, there's no right? trying. Once you see it, you're Once you're it's, – it's, it's, it's the it's, – um, it's not a gateway drug, right? It's like you try it once and you're hooked. It's like yeah, a, I mean, it's it, like, it, it's like a heavy narcotic, right? It's just one of those things that, I mean, if you, if you, if you like walking and the older we get, walking's a pretty good form of exercise. You like the outdoors? Yeah. Right? The outdoors, half, half the courses are in nature preserves or wooded area to where, you know, there's some elevation, some hills, and it's a good three, four mile course. Usually like the distance of them, usually in that range, maybe a little more, but you don't feel them being that long because you're playing in between. It's like an hour, hour and 20 minutes, hour and a half if it's a little crowded on the course, maybe, but not even that long, really. So it's like similar, similar vibe to golf, um, similar kind of like scoring yeah, in a way. Is, you know, it is, you know, basically, you know, everything's, you know, considered strap, you know, strokes and, you know, the, you know, each, you know, each hole has different pars, three, fours or fives. Right. Um, but it takes an hour and a half as opposed to like five hours. Like, like yeah, oh, oh, when we golf, it takes five hours. It's like an hour, hour and a half tops. And the hour and a half is, is, is if you're like, sometimes you chill, to, uh, you know, you, you, you chill out a hole a little bit for a minute. Then, you know, maybe let some guys that are playing fast play through, shoot the shit. It's one of those, you know, it's so, yeah, no, it's just, um, you know, it's one of those things that I just kind of, you know, fell into it out in Indiana and just always enjoyed playing it. And, um, you know, it's, uh, it's just one. It's like everything else. Once you once you do it a little bit, like at least for me, I didn't start out being all about it. Then you kind of get the competitive juices flow, and you're like, well, shit. If they can throw it like that, why can't I? Yeah. And kind of trying to figure it out, and and then it's like everything else, you know. And that's like, all right, you know. And it's kind of just fun, and and you know, it's it's uh, like I said, it's um, the order I get. It's still one of those things that like I still I I, I don't go out as much as I like, but. You know, whatever I do, I'm just like, man, I I, I should come out more. To and the thing is, it's, some places it's free, some places it's five, six bucks. You know, so it's not really like a huge financial commitment. It's not breaking the bank. Yeah. And, no, so, no. and for for folks who want to tune in and catch these tournaments that you're talking about, these 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 are, are they major? Are they well, well, they're, they're considered elite series events. There's okay uh, elite series, and then, and then there's a B tier and a C tier, but. They don't really televise to be in C tiers at all. But for for folks who want to tune in and watch, I will say tune in, right? Yeah. It, it YouTube is the is the preferred platform of okay. choice. Yeah, YouTube it's it's free and they. Um, is it live? Uh, the the main the, the Disc Golf Network does do live um, uh, live coverage. Uh, final uh, on the weekends for bigger tournaments, and it's been and it's neat. Like they do like real golf, they got guys with the mics following, you know, different right. cards. But um, the one probably the most popular channel is uh, Joe Mez uh, Productions. They uh, they do um, the next day, uh, um, you know, like release where they you know they they do commentary, and it's, it's really solid. And they got the drones out there. 
So you're seeing the shots and it's just, uh, the guys are real knowledgeable and it's one of those that it's just, uh, you know, it's nice and chill. It, it, it gets the competitive juices flowing, but everybody's out there high-fiving when they're playing together because you, because you play in the foursomes usually. Everyone's rooting for each other. And so it's not like, you know, every now and again, you get the fifth pump. They come on, let's go. But you're excited. It's not like talking ish. So, yeah, it's one of those. Check it out. It's definitely it's kind of like golf in sense. It's good background fodder. I really need it. I really need to get because uh, I have a few disc golf uh, uh, courses around me, and I had a, um, a a starter set of 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 disc of discs show up at my doorstep in and around my birthday, and mm-hmm. I've yet to get out there. So uh, I'm I'm right. I mean, is fall time? You know, fall into like early winter still a good time to go out, or is it okay. like? Especially then, it's it, you know some more courses are a little tougher because because the, you know the, the the leaves are out, so you don't have roots. Like I mean, like like you can't miss the fairway as much. Um, but yeah, no, I mean we we would play it up until it was just like too cold. I mean, you put on a vest and a and a skull cap, and you're pretty good because you're moving. Yeah. So, you know, it's like everything else. Some days when that wind's whipping, it's, you little know, flat, little flask of bourbon yeah, or a little, you know. I wasn't playing 30, 40 degree weather, but once it hits 50, 60, it's a guy that's got out there, you know. This this round of, of disc golf brought, brought to you by Bullet, Bullet Bourbon. You know, We're going to get John out there one day, too. I'm telling you, John is, he's he's resisting. He's resisting the disc golf. But your your sister's not- ass are getting me out there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey! Watch your mouth, there, buddy. <laughs> you guys are you, you guys have a lot of the similar like physiques to the guys that are good, and we're just like tall and long arms. Um, you know, a few of the guys that are better. You know, you know, because it, it's just simple. You know, it's I don't know. I want to say nurse is probably not the right word to say, but it's you know, it's you have the ability to create a like a faster. Um, you well, know, if you have these long monkey arms like me, it get, it creates a whip. whip. There's a you know few guys that are there's a few guys that are short that just have like the X step down to when you're going up on the pad, like to kind of create the torque. There's a few small guys that are like the longest drivers in the game. So that's why I think everything else, the cops, like, yeah, you see guys like your guy that's like six, three, you know, six, two. I mean, I'm right there too. But it's for, it's form. It's form. And it it's, physics, it, really right? it sounds corny. Again, it's not like any complicated, but it's kind of like almost like a baseball, like crow hop mixed in where like your feet kind of cross, but it just kind of lets you get the full like spin. Of going and it's like everything else. It's that release point. It's there. I mean, there's when I started, there was maybe a handful of disc companies, maybe four or five that I knew of. Now there's like 15, 20, if not more. And there's so many discs for like every kind of shot. And it sounds crazy, but you can manipulate these things so many ways. And the courses are designed, they, they, they keep changing them to where guys crush them at a tournament one year, like, all right, fuck that, let's make them harder next year. So they try yeah. to always keep it you know, fresh. So it's, but, uh, yeah, no, it's, uh, definitely one of those that, you know, you know, I'm not gonna say you're going to, we fall in love and play seven days a week, but you know, maybe a few times a year, it's one of those things you just, let's eh, some this this weekend. Nice. And, and, and it's not going to take up your entire day. We're going to, we're going to keep coming back to wild bill for disc golf uh, updates. Well, there's a big tournament this weekend. It's up in Maple Hill, right outside, it's like outside of Boston. It's, uh, Maple Hill is one of like, the OG like professional courses from back in the day. It's really nice. It's like up in this like wooded area. That's like a Christmas tree farm and like a nature preserve. It's really dope. And, uh, that, uh, it's one of the majors and, uh, that's out. That's Thursday through this Sunday. So it started today. So Joe Mez pro with a cup of Joe in the morning, get, maybe get a, get, 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 uh, get the first nine in. There you go, baby. You, you know, before we send some steel, that's it. <laughs> a little disc golf. I mean, by some I mean, I mean we could take, a, we, we could take a, 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 an, an online poll from the listeners that should we just continue this next 40 minutes of the episode with disc golf? Because, I mean, I could bring this. You're on a roll, Bill. It's, I mean, it's going mean, right to be hard to break them up. Right before I hit record, it was like, do we talk about the birds? And that, you know, or do we, I, I was like, we, we start off with disc golf because Bill came in like with some heat. And I was like, whoa, 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 save that heat. And he's like, well, now, 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 we got to talk Eagles first. I can't do it now. But look, you, look, you, you, you're bringing it, brother. I don't know, because I, I guess I appreciate it. Got to bring the knowledge to, to our listeners. We talk sports. These guys are professionals. I mean, like I said last time, there's Paul McBeth got a 10-year, $10 million contract with uh, Discraft. 
Um, I mean, this it's it's I mean, and it's not like you know becoming overtaking the nation as a that's almost ice hockey money. It, but I mean, it's one of those that places are popping up more and more. Like there's more local tournaments that you know aren't elite level, but they're trying to kind of have that ground swell. And like I said, it's as more people get it, and 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 the big the big uptick is a lot of these high school and college kids who, and there's nothing wrong with it, into the environment and being outside. They've kind of put you know bring you know you know part like the new blood into the sport a little bit and. Uh, to where it's kind of just getting the numbers up, but yeah, no, it's um, you know, it's like, like I said, it's uh, you find a course in almost any area of the country you're in, so always pack your discs. Nice, I love that. We'll end it there. Always pack your discs. <laughs> packing discs with Wow Bill. He, he's <laughs> he's packing discs and sit, slinging steel. I mean, that's it. Well, from disc off, from the disc off update, we've got to get an update on. Your team, your city, your Philadelphia Union. I know I just made that up. I I don't know where that came from. It's it, it made no sense. But um, Jesse, you the last time you were on, you were hyped up about the Union. One of, if not the best uh, teams in the league this year. Yep. Um, proving that, uh, their worth in the playoffs. Did the playoffs start yet or no? No. So they have they have playoff berth though. They have clinched um, a, a playoff berth. All right. And if they win, I think if they win one more game, they clinch um, a first-round bye. So I have a, I have a, a union question. Yes. Um, have you, has there ever been a Kevin Durant sighting yet at the, a union game? Yeah, he's, he's come to a couple games. Yeah, I mean, you could probably see him from like across the stadium. This he's seven the, foot dude, like, well, you know. so he's in with the owners now because he has a minority right share of the team. So there's like a big. Does he ever go team. down to the Sons of Ben and like start banging a drum and shit? Um, I don't know if he has, but like a lot of the other people, a lot of like. I think there's like a certain tier, right? Like athlete that, that that'll go through the sons of Ben. Like it's right. like the, well, I mean, I think if Kevin Durant went through there, like there'd have to be some, well, so stipulations. The, well, and it's usually like, like Jordan Mylotta came through like a lot of, like sometimes the, some Eagles players will come through or, mm-hmm. or flyers players, or it, it's like those, that like that B level, yeah. like the no, notoriety thing. Yeah. Not future, not future Hall of Famer uh, yeah, level. It's not, I mean, but yeah, he comes to games. Um, so the team right now is tied on points with they caught the LAFC, the one of the big money teams from the West. So both teams have two games left, depending on what happens. So theoretically, the Philadelphia Union, if they finish ahead of LAFC. There's a trophy that they get for having the best record in the league. They get a first round bye, and then, God, God willing, they make a deep run into the playoffs. MLS Cup would be held in Philadelphia. So it's a they've got they've got it all to play for. So you know they win they win these next two games, and LAFC drops a drops a point. Uh, and the union have a deep run in the playoffs, the union would host, they would host the, the final. So that, I mean, that's a huge thing. Like, damn, I mean, it, it'll be in November, but, um, yeah, so the championship could, is, isn't handled like the super bowl. Like they pick a city every year and it's a top team is the host. Okay. So I don't, and you know, with, and if when with the NFL going on, I doubt they would. Um, I doubt the league would be able to because um, it would. I I don't. I think it's on a Saturday. I doubt even if the even if the the um, the Eagles are on the road. I really doubt that uh, the Eagles would be really amped to have in the in November have you know a soccer game on the field a week a, a you know. Oh, at the link? 
Yeah, like, well, so the Union holds the Union Stadium holds eighteen thousand people. Huh. Their first play, like, if they hosted the final, they'd probably be able to sell out most of the link. So huh. I don't, I don't know if the league would be, I don't know if the league would get involved and be like, oh, hey, bro, why don't we uh, see if we can't kick this thing over to uh, over to Philly and and get a shitload of people in here? So wow. it'll it'll That's be interesting. interesting to, it'd be interesting to see if they do something like that because again, like 18,000 to John, what's the, what's the link? Hold? It's, a, it's like 40 something, right? Isn't it? Mm, something like that. The yeah. Link, like I, in the sixties. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Cause the citizens banks like 35, 30. Maybe I'm thinking the, maybe I'm thinking the well is like 40 something. Yeah. yeah like it's like 1820 they, citizens bank is in the high thirties. 67,500. When the when they used to play at the link, they sold out the entire lower bowl and some of the upper bowl. So like, and that was just the, of first the first couple games. So like, if they could do that then when the team was dog shit, they're right now they're on a streak where they've got one of the best goals against records in the history of the the league. They've got the one of the best uh, goal differentials in the history of the league. Like. This is an all-time. What they're doing right now has never been done. It's like an all-time season for them. So, hopefully, they can string it together. They still haven't lost at home. Um, they're a dominant team. They've they've beaten, I think, five teams now by six goals this year. Damn. There's teams that haven't done it once in their entire history. Like, Holy this like this team is firing. Planets are aligning. So, hey. Yeah. Hey, oh, so you being a season ticket holder, mm-hmm. say they make it to the championship. Do you, do you get, do you get a, t- is, is that included in your package or do you I, have to, or do you get first dibs on, uh, I believe we get first dibs on playoff. Well, on finals tickets. I believe we would get first dibs on finals tickets. Mm-hmm. Now, um, finals. Is it a series or is it a one and done game? One and done. Yeah. So cool. I've already, I've already prepaid for, um, the, the playoffs. Okay. So my, my playoff tickets are already been prepaid for. Okay. So. Nice. And when does that start again? Uh, October. MLS Cup starts in October. Wow. So they have two games left. Their last game is in, like, the first week in October, I think. Their, their last home game. Nice. Um, so, and we're rolling, we're rolling down in Chester. That's good. Yes, sir. Like it's the team is the, the team has never been this good. It's, it's, it's crazy to think about it. Um, and like, they really weren't playing all that great at the beginning of the year. So it's like, if they had gotten their shit together a little bit earlier, yeah, this well, would, who cares? Right. I mean, it's just like well, anything else. It's like, you know, it's like, look at the NBA, look at the NFL. It's like, get it, have it come together at the right time, you know? I mean, absolutely. Don't get me wrong. I'm, I'm absolutely spoiled right now. They've never been this good. I don't know if they'll ever be this good again. Like everybody on the team is playing at a, at a world beater level. So nice. hopefully, hopefully this is the year that they can, I mean, they had a legitimate shot until COVID shut them down last year. They, they were the, one of the better teams in the playoffs they were hosting the conference finals at home and then half of the team got COVID like three days before the game. Like, so they were close last year. They're a better team now going into the playoffs. They're a better team than they were last year. All right. So see, we will see. We always do. Doop, 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 doop. Uh, in speaking, you mentioning, you know, um, teams coming together at the right time and everything kind of gelling when it matters. Um, no, nothing, nothing could have gelled better for, um, the Philadelphia Eagles, uh, this past Monday night. Um, what a fun game, huh? Um, yeah. I know like the, la- uh, the last episode when we were going over the schedule and, and, and coming up with our predictions, uh, for that, I, for that game, you know, I kept saying, I have this like really bad feeling in my stomach and I hope by like the second or the end of the first quarter or the second quarter, you know, it, it goes away. Um, it went away. Um, it went away pretty early in that game. Um, and it never came back. Um, 
It's pretty impressive. Uh, pretty impressive game. Obviously, um, everything was just like it was just a fun. It was just a fun game to watch. I mean, from uh, from like the Eagles playing very very well um, to you know the celebrity you know en- uh, energy and juice that you had in the in the stands. You had um, you had the Bryce Harpers. You no, had insert fart noise. You had the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The James Hardens. You even had, and, and I want to get your guys' opinion on this. Okay, just like a, a minor derailment. But you had Travis Kelsey there, right? Teams from mm-hmm. other NFL teams there to watch this game, and we all know why he was there because of Jason. Yes, yeah, but like, if you're a Chiefs fan, and they they pan to Travis Kelsey. Now they all know it's his brother and everything, but he's wearing an Eagles jersey. Like, how would that sit with you? Like, I mean, if we saw Jason, okay, at a at a Chiefs regular season, it's not even like a playoff game where, like, the Eagles would be, like, eliminated. You know what I mean? It's like, this is early on in the season. It's a regular season game. And you're wearing another team's NFL jersey, regardless of, like, whoever you're supporting on the team. Pounding a beer. Okay? Like... Like, if you're a Chiefs fan, how does that make you feel? I saw John shake his head. I don't. I don't think. Like, most does that sit well with you, or, or like, does it, like Chiefs fans don't give a shit? Like, I don't think you know? they. It's it was it was an off day. He was wearing his brother's jersey. Uh, see, they both do it. John just yeah, dropped them. They, they both, both do it. Um, but yeah, so he's wearing his brother's jersey. He's crushing a beer. He's having a good time. Like, but like it's an off day. Right. So it's not yeah. like he's he, now, if, if he comes out the next week and plays like shit, yeah. You know, that's probably when you, that's when like fans can be like, well, I'll tell you what fantasy owners like myself will be up in arms. Like that. That's when fans can be like, bro, what are you, what are you, what are you doing? Like, yeah. You know, well, anyway, okay. Not, not to touch on it too much, but I just wanted to get your, it doesn't look like anyone here gives a shit either. So no, like I just, I just wondered like, but you know, Bradley Cooper was in the house. I mean, we had everyone short of, you know, you know, Allen Iverson, which I, you know, I guess, you know, I was surprised he was, he wasn't there, you know, Bradley I mean, Cooper had him on a shirt or Sylvester Stallone, you know I mean? Like everyone short of like those dudes were there. I mean, it was just the vibe. The atmosphere was was really cool. And, you know, I don't think we've had a game like that in, like, 12-plus years. Like, I can't think of the last game. Like, I think Michael Vick was our quarterback. You know, when we, when we, when we smacked Washington all up and down the field all night. And that was, like, the same thing. Like, you had the national guys being like, oh, you know, is Philly for real? You know, is this their, is this their year to have it all come together? And, um and then, you know, but, you know, a great game. Um, after that game, you know, obviously, you know, that started all the all the talks of is, you know, is this is this Jalen? Is this Jalen Hurts breakout game? Um, this is this the start of of his of his um, franchise um rain here in in philadelphia um and then we're also hearing you know super bowl being thrown around and i don't i don't know i don't have enough i don't have enough energy to to talk about that um i just i i just really enjoyed the game the thing that impressed me about the game i think i mean i mean you, you could take your pick i mean there's so many great things that came together on both sides of the ball but the the thing i really loved was that like it didn't seem like they ever let off the gas, you know, it was like, they just, they just kept, they just kept the pedal to the metal. They put, they, they kept their foot on, on the Vikings throats the whole time. Um, and I was, I was happy to see that. Um, because that was my one concern coming out. The second half was like, okay, are they going to let them get back in the game? Which, you know, there were some times there during the game where the Vikings had every chance to get back right back in it. But um, but the Eagles never let them. And it was, you know, so hats off. Shout out. Hats off to the coaching staff and 
um, for, you know, doing their job. And I just thought it was, uh, it was, it was a, it was a game long overdue for, for this city, um, at, at the link. And, um, you know, I, I don't expect another one like that this year, but like, I, you know, let's, I just hope they can build off of it and keep the momentum going. Um, even if, even if, even if they go in, you know, even if they come off of a loss, like just, 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 just keep the, just keep building from it. Like Jalen said, you know, um, you know, I just, uh, I was, I was impressed, but you know, I, I, this whole Super Bowl, you know, like, are we Super Bowl? Does that game instantly make a Super Bowl contenders? I think that that's just a little, that's a little silly to, to, to start thinking like that this early in the year, but what is everyone? What is every? What's everyone else's thoughts? What what impressed you the most, John, from that from that game? Mm. One takeaway. If you had one takeaway, I mean, there's so many things. There's so many great things, you know. I would probably say. I mean, you have to talk about Jalen Hurts. I think that just his passing impressed mm-hmm. me. I mean, the, yeah. the way he moves with his feet. We already know he's a, a mobile guy. So like that, I mean, that run was, was pretty impressive too, but I just think his passing in that game, I mean, he was like threading the needle here and there threw another deep ball. I mean, it was accurate. Um, I mean, that's really all you can ask your quarterback. Um, but, I, and you guys know, I, I texted this. I said the best, the best game of his Eagles career by far, by far. Might be the best game of his life so far. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, mean, yeah. I didn't watch him in college, obviously, but like, I mean, yeah, I mean that was the like, most, and, and I think also that when when you have a game like that where your where your quarterback, your offense is clicking, you're scoring points, and your defense is also doing what they're doing, I think that that makes it more of a complete sort of game. You know, it would have been nice to have them score, you know, an, another one in the second half, which they unfortunately didn't do. Um, we talked about you know sort of putting putting the pedal to the metal at the end there, but. You know, you you gotta you gotta hand it to Nick Sirianni too, and and hand it off to play calling. I mean, that's got to have something to do with it. So you gotta sort of congratulate them as well, Shane Steichen, and then of course the defense, right? I mean, you give up seven points is not too shabby. You hold a Justin Jefferson to like what is it four carry four receptions, sixty yards or something like it's, it's pretty impressive overall. But I think now is the point of just trying to be more consistent. And, you know, next game, Washington Commanders coming up and keep it rolling because you lose 52 to 7 next week. Everyone forgets about last week real quick. So, did I put you all asleep? No. Uh, so, and then to like to, to build on that, the, the one thing that was great was what A.J. Brown, in theory, could could do to the Eagles offense, right? Because... Last week, the the Lions really had no interest in in trying to slow him down, so he just kept eating, and everybody else kept running their routes and doing what they needed to do. This week, you know, they went into the Beats Laboratory and 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 started looking at what what they can do with the offense, and they started really airing the ball out and moving the ball around. And you look at what what AJ Brown can he what he does and guys were no longer able to double um anybody they weren't able to double anybody so that you know slim reaper is running one-on-one quez is running one-on-one dallas goddard got a ton of balls and because he can't be doubled anymore so like you have to so now the other team has to play man on man on the back end and hope they can get to Jalen quick enough and, and fuck his timing up. Well, the problem is you've got a guy that can squat, what, damn near 600 pounds. And he's just going to, you know, it, unless you send a safety safety that might be able to be fast enough to get to him, he's going to be able to shake a linebacker off of him or, or a defensive end or whatever, and just keep the play alive and chuck it down the field. And, you know, to, to, to build on John's point, he, with a with a full comp a full complement of wide receivers now that can do a varied amount of things, 
look at what Jalen Hurts was able to do. He wasn't just doing, you know, left side reads. He was throwing the ball, spraying the ball all over the field, taking shots down the middle, threading the threading the needle. Like this was Jalen Hurts coming out party of showing like I can do this. I am I'm that dude. And it's amazing to know now that you know, I mean, granted, it's just two it's two games and, you know, we don't want to get too far ahead. But you look at the NFC and the the Packers are a dumpster fire. The you know, the, the Cardinals are, are a weird team and their quarterback runs around like a toddler with that. He just stole. His hey, mom. man, that's my quarterback. That's my quarterback on my fantasy um, team. You watch it. You know, the, the Saints are a joke. The 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 Panthers are a joke. Like the only you know the Rams are going to be dysfunctional. I think this year. So the only team that you can you can really say in the NFC that might give the that might be like just from what they've done is is the box right and like not for nothing. Tom Brady looks like he's about to die. My my dude looks like near death. So it maybe we'll see what happens with that team. Like their defense is, is scary good. So like, that's the one team that like really, 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 really concerns me. But at this point, if the Eagles keep playing the way they do, there's no reason they shouldn't be, you know, talking about playing in a, in an NFC title game. There's, there's no reason. Wow. Jesse's Jesse's got already got his chair on the (laughs) curb on broad street. Yeah. You're on, you're on the bandwagon. You're on the Super Bowl bandwagon. Well, no, no, no. I'm, I'm not, um, I think they are what they've done right now. They are good enough to get to uh, an NFC title game. I'm. I don't know if they can win an NFC title game, but I think they're good enough to to get there. I think they're going to win a playoff game, make some noise, and and have a little run. And yeah, what was the so so? With all that said, the uh-huh. most the, the the one thing that impressed. With all that said. Uh-huh. The one thing that impressed you the most was the was the it dynam- Jalen Hurts the dynamic offense. Okay, hmm. I like it. I like it a lot. Bill, did you have any thoughts on the Eagles? <laughs> <laughs> Just the humor in that. What? How's that funny? No, I'm. I'm. I was asking. No, I was, I was being serious. What made that funny? I'm asking the three of you. What was so hilarious about that question? The the, 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 the visual we have right now. You look like you. you're you're in a playpen of some sort. Like you're you're on the floor of your living room. It looks like we can't see your legs, but it looks like Indian style. I am actually sitting in the asylum just feeding uh, Khaleesi decided she wanted to eat some of her, her regular food, which is always a good thing. So whenever she wants to eat, I just I, I flock to that instantly. That's it. Um, Bill, it was it was like the it was the gif of the undertaker sitting up in the coffin because like it, it literally see, was see you. And then all of a sudden you just sit up into the frame. Uh, and I could hear was... everything. I didn't want you guys to think I wasn't listening. And like because everything just I mean, like most of the things Jesse said. You know, I, I would reiterate without reiterating, you know, repeating them. I think the thing that stood out noticeably from the game was, I think, even and you saw in the Lions game, and it's early, but Jalen just looks confident. Like, he's just playing confident. And I think it's a lot to do with having a guy like A.J. Brown, which is now his security blanket, which looks, <laughs> except for the top two or three quarterbacks, which I don't think we're asking Jalen to be that at any point. You know, having a guy, you know, take away Cooper Cup from Matt Stafford, he's just a guy. You know, take away, you know, we'll, we'll see what Aaron Rodgers is without Devontae Adams. He had Jordy Nelson. Devontae, we'll see what Aaron Rodgers can do. I mean, he's a little different. I shouldn't have brought up Aaron Rodgers. <coughs> but I think the other thing, too, that um, is very big into this is, I mean, this is Jalen's second year with the Sirianni scheme. I mean, came into the league as rookie during COVID, no training camp. I had to deal with all the Carson Wentz nonsense, Dougie P being frustrated, coaching staff changes, like personnel that was poor at best across the board. 
he gets thrown in, you know, gets gets thrusted into the, you know, in the season, shows flashes. Then Sirianni comes in, a whole unproven guy dealing with that. Jalen had to deal with the offseason. They didn't name him the starter. Earn your rent every day stuff, which I never was a fan of. But, you know, apparently it's proving out to, to be beneficial. Um, but this is just year two in the system. I think it's just, I think that, I, I think one of the things I heard too, um, and I probably just remember if I just forgot from last year that they said mid-season when the turnaround happened last year is when Sirianni stopped calling plays. He realized he wasn't good at it. And they gave it to Steckton, and he's somebody that I remember I used to hammer about, what does this guy do? He's a clown show. This guy's literally molded an offense to Jalen Hurts. Like, he literally is dissecting what Jalen does well and just builds upon that. And it's simple. Jalen feels confident when those guys are open. So his scheme was just keep somebody open. Jalen, you just go find them because one of these guys is going to be open most likely. And that's just, it's just fun. It's just fun football to watch. And I think with what Matt said about the game just being different and fun, it's just nice sometimes to win a football game where you're not like on your pins and needles a minute to go in the fourth quarter. Like those games are right. fun. Detroit wasn't bad. But on Monday night, we all had to work that day, tired from the weekend. Can we just watch the Eagles kick some ass and enjoy the game a little bit? And that's what we got. Got a nice game. Came out firing. You know, at no point where did, did I ever feel in jeopardy. The block field goal stunk. I mean, it, that made it seem like, okay, they got to play. It wasn't like, oh, no, this guy's falling. They blocked it. It was just, oh, shit, our, 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 our holder tracked that dude down. He should be embarrassed. I mean, he got clamped up. Surpass. Uh, it was so, uh, it was, uh, no, I mean, across the board, it was um, just fun football. But it is funny seeing now all the national pundits, so to speak, you know, punch our tickets to the Super Bowl after two games where I will say, which like John said, pump the brakes in the sense that this is a week-to-week league. I mean, it's, you know, it's it's not that I think we're going to fall off the cliff on, on any given week, but... You know, teams get better. They, you know, they have more time to scheme for Jalen. Maybe, maybe they 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 spot things in in our offense. They can explore. You know, so it's seventeen weeks. It's you know, it's it's the perfect start. But you know, I, I definitely I'm not buying into this team as like a team of destiny yet. <laughs> it's, like, it's like all right, we got a good core. Sirianni's proven he's he's ready for the. He's, he understands like he's a rah rah coach, and I'm good with that. Like because he seems to be a good motivator. And just let your coaches coach now, and they seem to be doing a good job so far. But in, uh, I guess we'll see what kind of defense we have whipped up for Carson. Think about was, like, sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. Well, we'll do, I was just wanted to make one comment off of what Bill said is like, you know, this and and to your building off your point too. The it's a week to week league. So much can happen and change in the course of a week. And I always like to think of like the NFL season is like. Like you think of each week as like dog years, you know what I mean? Like compared to other leagues, like the amount of stuff that could happen and change and shift in one week in the NFL is like what could happen and shift in like five weeks in the MLB or something. You know what I mean? It's like, it's like seven years to a dog to like one, you know, one year of a human. It's just like it, there's just so much it, 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 because the sport's so brutal you know, uh, and so physical that is injuries, uh, all kinds of shit can happen just in one week across the league um, and change everything so drastically. Um, but anyway, that's, that was just, I just like to use that analogy. The, it's like the dog years. <laughs> I also think like, you know, one thing to learn from this coaching thing with, you brought up Doug Peterson and now with Nick Sirianni, is like, don't judge a book by its cover. Yeah, because there was a lot of people that you said, like you said, Bill, that kind of thought that Nick Sirianni was like sort of a clown. And, you know, everyone remembers the press conference about water and the plants and the flowers and stuff. And everyone made huge jokes about that. And and the, and the T-shirts and yeah, yeah. Stuff. What's this guy about? And what, you know, what a clown shit, whatever, you know, and, and granted, well, we, the, we said the same thing about Dougie P, though, to your point. I mean, yeah, remember, we thought he was like a we were like, what is this guy's deal? You know? <laughs> people didn't really believe in it either until they oh, like saw it. The quirky backup to Donovan McNabb, like what you know, what's this guy gonna do? 
You know, yeah. only win only win a Super Bowl. I mean, yeah. Right. But I mean, if he doesn't win a Super Bowl, like everyone goes, Oh, he was a dope, right? Like it's it's funny to me how like when gets sorry, Bill. No, I mean that's that, that's all just winning cures every you know, Charlie Manuel syndrome, everybody were ready to run him. Not ready, but they were starting to chirp. Yep. It's a chance, you know, when yep. home and you know, now it's on you know, Uncle you know, Grandpa Charlie for life. Yeah, I remember we were like, does this guy have all his marbles? And then, you know. I mean, they were legitimate, you know, because, you know, and then there's the other side of the spectrum, and we'll, I'll keep it brief. Some feel that he cost us an, another championship or two with his poor, his poor management of the team. So, but, you know, again, Philadelphia were so starved for championships that I, I'm trying to adapt more of the, of the John Mathers mentality towards them. It's, it's, just enjoy them because they don't come too often in the city. So yeah. It's just, hey. just going to happen. So it's, uh, but I will say one, two, one quick add to my thing. Then I'll let you guys jump in. Miles Sanders, pleasant surprise. Not, I think he, he playing for a guy that wants that bag, which is fine. I don't care. <laughs> it's fine. Mm-hmm. Game anyway. So it's not a bad thing to say that you play for the money. And then number two, the only thing I will say about team of destiny, and I'm not, being, you know, equating it to that necessarily yet. Why there's a confidence, I think, about this team, at least one of the things I've realized is um, if something unfortunate were to happen to Jalen because his style of play might warn him missing a game or two, being banged up or this. I think we got this other situation where Gardner Minshew, I, again, don't want to rock with him for us. We don't have to kind of deal. But I got no problem coming in for a couple games and winning, winning some ball games. So, like, I, I feel like that's the biggest thing that I, you know, I'll tip my cap to, to the team. It's, we got good depth at like every position. Like there really isn't like, oh no, if he goes down, I mean, obviously star players aren't replaceable in any spot, but it's not like, you know, I, I, I guess the only spot that's kind of weak, I think would be tight end, maybe the weakest at this point. Well, remember, that was one of the things that we said early on when we started evalu- evaluating, like started getting back into the birds this year was, you know, we were looking at every position and remember, I think, John, you said it specifically. You were like, I see a lack of depth in all, some of these spots. And it looks like, you know, it looks like they had a plan all along. I mean, and I think we all agreed running back was was one of our big concerns. And we said it was going to be it was going to be you know, ride or die with with how Miles um, comes back. And so far, so good. He's a good running back like he. If he learns even more, I think he is learning just to take those four or five jump. Don't try to make everything a Barry Sanders run. But he just has that cutback where he's, he's fun to walk with the ball because he's just so quick and jittery. It's just, I guess, it's, it's just that mix of taking what you can get so it's not second and ten. You know, but also, hey, sometimes you got to, you know, no biscuit, no biscuit to kind of, you know, cut it back. And so I guess it's just... Hopefully he learns as the season goes on what times of the games to do that. Maybe is a good way to put it. Maybe when like, all right, just keep the clock going, make sure we get three, four yards of pop. We're like, hey, we need a spark. You know, I'm, you know, Daddy's gonna, gonna try to make something happen with the rock. So yeah, no, it's uh, he's nice to see because um, you know he's keeping his mouth shut off of Twitter from what I see. I mean, you know, or at least we're not hearing anything about it. So he's just going out and playing ball. Nice. Well, good. I mean, you know, any any anyone else have any f- final thoughts on the birds before we? Uh, well, talk I mean, to- the, the only thing I will say is uh, th- this. I think this game and the Jaguars game is probably the ones where people sort of circled on the calendar for the emotional. I mean, again, also when the this is an away game at Washington, I think when Carson comes back to the link, it's going to be different. Um, but you know, I'm, I'm. I don't want to say I'm looking for revenge, but I think this is one of those games where you got to kind of just remember that, like, we're still trying to win football games. We got to get rid of that like emotional attachment to what happened with Carson once, and just actually go out and just play their game. Nick Sirianni didn't coach him. I mean, you know, it's one of those. It's just another another notch in the belt. Hopefully, you know, it's just another go to work. I see. I see Dougie P coming back maybe being a little bit more of the emotional than, than Wentz at this point. 
just Dougie P is an actual champion. Carson contributed, but Dougie P, I mean, come on now. I mean, it's Dougie P. I mean, he took the heat, and every week we're that advisor in that press conference. Dougie, we're like, man. I'll, I'll, I'll always, you know, just, yeah, no, Dougie. You know, Dougie, Dougie, you know, Dougie needs to get on the treadmills down there. Dougie's wearing that Andy, uh, was wearing that Andy, uh, like, uh, pullover thing week one. I mean, yeah, I mean, I hear what you're saying, John, but, like, Carson's, it's not like he's, like, just removed from the Eagles. He's a team removed now. Like, he went to, it's not like he, it's not uh, like, um. Carson, Matt, he can go to 10 teams and it's still. The guy we traded two first round picks. The guy we gave. Yeah, picks. yeah, I know, I know, and but the guy I think that it's quit on us. Like he basically said, "I don't want to compete for my job with Jalen Hurts, an unproven rookie. How dare you!" And so, I mean, not to change the subject and bring make it longer, but I was re- like Pete Carroll, I guess, called into the like uh, Seattle Sports Radio after they beat the Broncos, and I guess it's pretty. He didn't get like crazy, but made it clear that like this game was personal. Because Russell mm-hmm. made it clear he can't win with the people in that locker room, and I'm a champion. These guys aren't, and like that got that team fired up. And that's basically what Carson didn't say at that extent, but kind of said it like, "I can't win here if you don't support me and get me better." It's like, well, wait a minute, we gave you hundred million dollars, traded Nick Foles away, the guy that won the Super Bowl. Like, what the fuck else do we got to do other than patch your heart? So I think that's only thing I'll say, Matt, is Carson always going to have that. We're gonna have that dagger ready for Carson. Every oh, time. we're always gonna have the dagger. We're always gonna have the dagger ready. I'm just talking about like, and I, 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 I don't know. I may have misunderstood John when he, you talked about emotions. I think it's, I think emotions for Dougie P and emotions for Carson are very different. I, and I feel the, like, I feel like that the emotions that we would have for Carson is we're out for blood. You know what I mean? Whereas like. We can channel that much easier into our 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 scheme and our game plan to dominate him. Whereas, like Dougie P, I mean, he's 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 Mr. Super Bowl. I mean, he 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 took us to the promised land. So it's like a little bit more of a tender type of. Of course, we want to beat him, but it's there's a different emotion attached to that, and I think that that that's one that's trickier to you know. To kind of harness. You know? I, I think that what I was trying to say is that there are a lot of players on the current Eagles roster that played with Carson. Jason Kelsey came out this week and said that yeah. they were he was texting with Carson Wentz. They have a great relationship. He's a great guy. I get that. I don't take any of that away from either of them. All I'm saying is that emotional connection between those guys and Carson and you know, the Darius Slaves of the world, the Avante Maddox of the world, like, let's not try to show up Carson Wentz. Let's just try to win the football game because I think that a lot of that that emotional stuff that people mm-hmm. garner, I mean, I'm, you know, just forget about that. Just try to win a football game because, you know, the, the game that when he comes to the link is going to be so much more amplified that, you know, I'd rather you just go out there and get this game and then – if you're going to really worry about emotions, worry about them then. Yeah. If you I think, think we booed, if you think we booed Reg, Well, that goes right. You know, um, what we were saying about Sirianni, this goes, you know, this could be another way he could prove another notch in his belt that he knows how to harness that energy. The guys to put it to just focus on winning. Like, Hey, you bring the emotions. I'm going to steer you in the right direction on the field. So let you know, stick to your game plan, you know, have the, you know, position coaches get these guys dialed in. And, you know, I like Shane being on the sidelines, like talking to Jay. Like, I don't like coaching in the box, personally. Like, a guy like guys on the sideline, games happen in there. Maybe for a little bit if you need to see some shit for a quarter or two, maybe, whatever. But, no, I think it's uh, this is another test of the team and Sirianni that, because uh, it's funny, they don't, like, make fun of him, kind of. They kind of do on the Pat McAfee show. Because obviously being an indie, he had ties to indie. They kind of mocked him a lot because they, you know, kind of questioned his intelligence, just like the way he speaks. But I think he just proven to be one of those guys that he might not ever wow you in a debate or the press room. 
But, you know, it seems like he's just a football guy on the sideline. But, yeah, no, I guess we'll uh, – and, and nothing to take away from Carson Wentz, but, I mean, he's thrown for like 700 passing yards the first two games. So No, I mean, you know, what happens? You go Terry McLaurin, Curtis Samuel, Jonah Doxson, Antonio Gibson, Logan Tom- – when the guy has weapons, he produced. It's yeah. just, he's he also thrown a bunch of picks. He so. elevate mediocre players was his bugaboo. And when you get $100 million – Need to elevate mediocre players. I'm sorry, you just have to. But I mean, he he's he's thrown picks already. He's thrown a good amount of picks, and you know the one thing that 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 we know about Carson is that fucking idiot doesn't know how to read a pocket. And you know when a when when a, when the pass rusher gets by him, he's just like, oh cool cool, I got all the time in the world. I'm gonna I'm gonna keep holding this ball. I'm gonna keep holding this ball. Well, bro, you can do that all you want, but BG is going to be coming for that ball. So if you you lose track of BG or any of these – the Milton Williamses of the world or Kazir White or any of these guys, you lose track of them or they overrun – they run by you, they're coming for that ball and they're going to kill you, dude. And so we'll we'll see what happens. And, you know, more shit came out this week about, about Wentz with um, – there was another – Joe Santaliquidio uh, article this week that went even into more detail about like Wentz really was just an utter doucher. And um, like they, that it was him and Sudfeld and the quarterback coach that were like almost like bros and just had no interest in helping Hertz, talking to Hertz, working with them in the quarterback room, doing anything. So it, this is this is one of those things that you know we we might see something wild this weekend. Like Jalen, I mean Jalen already has plenty of chips on the shoulder, but I mean, that's that's was- that's what I mean. Like we're we're talking about a dude that that is very good at self motivating and but but keeping a level head. Like I have a feeling that this game has been circled on on Jalen Hurts's calendar. Like. Let's just talk mad shit about the stadium, Hal. He wrote the letter to the stadium last year about how remember he fell or something get leaving the stadium. The, the, I mean, dude, if he was five if he was five, six inches to the left, his season's over. Oh, when yeah, that, so that's right, the rails fell over. When, when that <laughs> like half a foot. Half a foot to the left and his season's over. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's yeah, no, it's it's uh you know, that's why the NFL is just great, you know, that's fine. You know, it's just uh, every week there's storylines and you know, the next week, or you know, it's just, I, you know, this week was home opener, and you know, and a, a legit NFC contender. We try, you know, it's why it's why it's just the storylines. It's just so much better when your team's good. Like you know, last year I know we went on that run, but I think at least for myself, I knew it was not. I want to say fool's gold. Like it's not fair to say that because there weren't expectations, but it was just hey, you know, enjoy the ride. Whatever happens, happens. Like now it's. Not there, but I think week by week, I'm going to build expectations. It's, you know, and it's- yeah, you also look at the, I think Jesse brought it up earlier, you look at the NFC, and again, not to sit here and I don't want to say those two words, but, you know, there, other than Tampa Bay because of Tom Brady and Tom Brady's old, right? Who really scares you? There's not much, but, you know, if we were, if we were in the, if we were in the AFC, I'd 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 have less higher expectations to be honest with you because of the teams over there. But I mean, it's 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 a realistic thing that we could be in that championship game if if everything works out and we are lucky. Or you know, it's the landscape of the of the NFC coupled by our schedule. Yeah. Which you know, when we went through it last week, we were like, damn. Like, Mm -hmm. I mean, we didn't hit a loss. A potential loss until I had week five, I week five, had, week six. I had, I you think know? I had us nine or ten and one before, and, and I was begrudgingly taking a loss in there somewhere. I think I, I forget where, but I just the team was just 
Like I think. I mean, through eight weeks, if if I mean, we got one loss. We 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 chalked up one loss in the first eight weeks, and that loss was like I think it was. It might have it been was, Washington or that. Like it might have been a divisional game. We said we were going to lose. But I think it was the Packers. I think it was the Packers game. The Packers we play later, like week ten or twelve, I think. But I could be wrong. Maybe it was. But uh, let me let me let, let me look it up. But 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 my point. Well, the point I'm trying to make is, is like if we win that game, like we're eight zero. Like, yeah. According to our according to our calculations. Well, and and Dak's hurt again. Like. Even the teams in our division, it it's like the teams that usually fuck us up a little bit. And and you look back to the 2017 year, it's the same thing. The Eagles had a had a good schedule, and every team that could have been a major speed bump to us had major injuries that year. We didn't have to deal with Aaron Rodgers. Like it, it was, it, you were right, Bill. It was the Steelers game. Yeah, I think we had that game, but I don't think watching Steelers tonight. I mean, they're yeah, no. Eight, but losing TJ Watt, that's a big loss to that defense. I mean, that's yeah. like doesn't be how we lost BG last year. Man, TJ's better, but yeah, I think this. Uh, no, I just, uh, I think it's really just if the defense can just be like average, like legitimately average defense, maybe make some plays here and there. Having AJ Brown, I think like 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 you watch Tennessee and they don't really like to talk trash on teams. They get brought up a little bit, but just seeing Tennessee how they were they were the number one seed last year, and the only player they really lost was AJ Brown. Yeah, team. And you just see that offense is is nothing like it was. Like they literally put eight guys in the box and like anybody but Derrick Henry now can beat us. And now yep. we're seeing the opposite, saying if you don't double team AJ Brown, that's fine. We'll throw Devontae Smith. And we'll throw Dallas Goddard in these routes. Oh, yeah, and Quez Rockins will just run go routes and take the safety off the top. And if you don't spy Jalen, he's going to run on third and four. Mm-hmm. Poison. And I think what the goal is is just for Jalen to mature and know when to, like, just be how to become a better quarterback. And, that's and stay ha- stay healthy, please. Yeah, and <laughs> Bill, to your, to your point, isn't it hilarious where, t- where you know, the – Tennessee's like, oh, we don't need him. We've got Traylon Burks. He's gonna, he's a younger, cheaper, better version of AJ Brown. We don't need the guy that can do it, right? We don't need him. We're gonna get the younger, cheaper guy because we're smarter than everybody else in the room. We'll trade him. We don't need him. We don't want him. And Traylon Burks might be a guy down the road. He ain't that guy right now. And un- unfortunately for a, for a dude like Derrick Henry. Like, I love Derrick Henry. You know, I love the way he plays. I love him for the way he played for for Bama. But, like, his running style isn't going to give him a long career. And it's just like you trade – they traded the best player on that team that made that helped make that offense work. And, like, if they had a better quarterback, it probably still works with the receivers they have and Derrick Henry. I think they're ready to do the rebuild. I think they're ready because they gave Derrick Henry a $2 million raise this year, and it's the last year of his guaranteed money. I think they know. They're like, listen, we're going to run you into the ground this year. You're done after this year. And then best-case scenario, it's Malik Willis' team next year. Yeah, and then they – What, you think they trade, try to get a, a late-round pick for Henry? Something like that, and then they'll let Tannehill Walkers do a sign-and-trade, but – I think I think I mean if if he can do it, they want to give the keys to Malik Willis. I think that's yeah what they wanted would want to do because I think last year proved. I mean Tannehill, the Titans Titan lost at home. Yeah, I know it was Joe Cool when he was on a run and had the mojo. They had what like eleven sacks that game. It was the first time ever with like double digit sacks and a team lost in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Like, like that was your chance last year. You you done it, and that's I think was just how I think we're seeing like. Kind of what Howie did, and I'm not mocking him anyway. To kind of compete while you rebuild, like trade off pieces, bring in some assets, you know, keep some core guys that you can't can't get let go, but realize that we gotta realize that this team has built it's not gonna win. We gotta retool. And that's I think I think Howie maybe I can't say we were the first team to do it, but maybe we are one of the pioneers of it. To you look NFL, it's like. Super Bowl in 17, 18, 19, but then within two year two years of that, you're rebuilding, but you still have a competitive roster. So it's just yeah, it's just kind of it's just interesting to see. But now we're on the 
seems to be on the uptick of that. It it's so it's so crazy. Like we're we're talking now about how how balanced our offense is and how potent it is and how great it looks. And I don't know if we're having these same conversations if the Titans aren't fucking idiots and trade us AJ no, Brown. Okay. Like, we have Traylon Burks or I mean, I know we could have had Calvin Ridley. I mean, I, I'm okay. I, I'd be okay with him, too. I mean, A.J. Brown's better, I think, but Calvin would have been just as good. And, and, and but, I, I, yeah, I think that's what, I mean, we saw it with T.O. I mean, it's not rocket science. When you can have somebody that opens up the field, it just makes the field that much bigger for everybody mm-hmm. else. And, and, and so- like, you look at the guys that Howie's assembled. You have Dallas Goddard, who is one of the top, you know, three, four tight ends in the league. You've got uh, a, a wide receiver room that if they keep playing like this, the, the, our top three wide receivers are as good as anybody's one, two, three in the league Our our running backs right now. I mean, miles is playing better than he's ever played. You, you, we have a great offensive line. Um, our, our defensive line is, is a little up and down. Um, but Overall, like our our defense is stacked. Um, so, uh, I mean, in in two years, Howie has has had a shitload of home run draft picks in two years, and it has turned the franchise around. Is it Howie or the Julian uh, Lurie that 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 made all these moves? We gotta find. Hey, I don't I don't care who it is. <laughs> hey man, whatever it is. We're just excited to we're excited to see, like Bill said, looks like we're on the uptick. Hopefully they can tick uh, tick it up a, a, a notch against Carson and the commanders. Fuck them this so, week. So refreshing. Everyone's positive talk about high Roseman. It's really refreshing. It is. It is. Speaking of positive talks, maybe we can get a positive cigar review here. Straight. We. We can get a uh, before before. Are we uh, ever going to get a negative cigar review by a chance? Like, like we always get we always get like glowing reviews. No, I'm not knocking Cigar Corner. I'm just saying like, has there ever been a cigar that you've gotten from your little club where you're like, this is a piece of sh- this is a piece of dog shit? No, the so the the old cigar club I was in, I did get a bunch there. a bunch of turds. Yeah. That, that that aren't great, right? The the cigar club that I'm in now, uh, Pravada, is this dude sends nothing but fucking heaters. So, nice. uh, what do you got on the docket? So he teamed up with a blender, um, that um used to be the master blender at uh, Davidoff, which is a huge European uh, cigar mm-hmm. brand. Heard of it? The biggest, bougiest uh, brand in in Europe. So they got the master blender from Davidoff. Uh, I don't know if he retired or decided he wanted to do his own thing. So he started his own factory in um, in in the uh, in the Caribbean, and uh, he made a cigar called the Delicatados. Which is a nod to one of the, I think, Goldeneye, the the James Bond movie, where they yeah. talk about the that name of that cigar name is a code word for for something in the movie. Delicatados. So, yeah, it's a, it, it was, just sounds good. Oh, dude, it was it it was a sixty by fifty Toro with an Ecuadorian Habano wrapper. With Dominican tobacco, so you're you're. It's a um, not super dark uh, cigar. Mm-hmm. Uh, Habano wrappers aren't like super super dark. Um, and it was a very even smoke because sometimes you'll start to get um, different. The flavor profile will change. When did the pepper kick in, Jesse? This cigar had, believe it or not, a not much pepper at all. This was Damn. a um, le- leathers and um, cedar, and uh, almost like a um, leathers, earth, and cedar were the the flavor profiles of, right. of this cigar. All right, like a bread note 
finish. So oh, it's nice. Like, it's like almost like a sweet. Yeah. Uh, yeasty, not yeasty, but like that. Not like a bread, like a yeah. nice, a nice piece of bread. We get you. Yeah. We got uh, you. We got you. But we're the, from the Northeast. Was, we know what good bread is. It was a. It was. What a are you laughing at, John? What are you laughing at over there? It was a. It was a. It was a fantastic smoke. I bought. They were very. They were one of the more expensive cigars I've ever bought. Um, think I have three more of them in the humidor. Nice. Uh, so a scale um, to one to ten. Oh, this was a this was like a nine. This was a, this uh, was a nine. Good, all right. Yeah, this all is right, a good, good cigar. Like, all right. I, I'm kind of bummed that I can't. Um, what was was the one thing if you had to change about it? What would the, be the one thing to give it? What what would give make it a ten? Uh, a little chronic laced in there or what? I mean, no, no. Um, <laughs> it was. I'm not a huge, um, I mean, really You're not a huge big. leather guy. No, no, no. I'm not a huge, uh, um, Toros aren't my favorite. Uh, gotcha. Aren't my favorite shape. Size. Yeah. Shape. Yeah. So, but it was, it was a great cigar. It was, it was strong, but it didn't, um, it didn't overwhelm you. Yeah, like the the one knock on some of the Pravada stuff is, and it's not like a knock. It's just there. A lot of his stuff is they're stronger, full bodied cigars. Yeah, right. And you're feeling fine. Maybe you're having a, a cocktail by the fire, and you stand up when you're done, and like that standing up, the the nicotine and everything hits you like a ton of bricks sometimes. It's, yeah, you're just like. That's your blood pressure. Yeah, or that. <laughs> yeah. You're just like, woof. I'm gonna I'm gonna sit back down for a minute and just ride this one out. So like some of like I've gotten better at looking at his stuff and been like, all right, I need to, yeah. you know, maybe maybe take like half a glass of coke before I before I have the cigar or something with a little sugar in it, because apparently sugar is one of those like old old world uh hacks yeah like um all the old cubans would have like sugar cubes yep when they'd be smoking cigars all day and they would pop a sugar cube in their in their cheek and that helps deal with the um the and it's one of those it's one of those like if you smoke it a little too fast Maybe yep. keep it. Maybe keep it in your. In, you keep the smoke in your mouth a little too long. That's when it happens. That's when it happens to me when I smoke a cigar too fast. And it's in some of the stuff that, especially the stuff that I'm getting from him, is the flavors are so great. It's like you want to keep smoking it because it's right. so good. And it's like you gotta take. You gotta take your time. Yeah, it. it yeah, they kind of pace t- it out. They kind of right. tune up a little bit. So, but his his stuff is is by and large been been. Um, fantastic so nice well good man nice nice high note to end on absolutely nothing but high notes in this episode nothing but high notes this is I mean, great start, start off a little shaky but you know whatever a little shaky well well whoa, whoa, whoa hey no disc off yeah was i think the heat, i, 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 I just woke up that was the heat oh, man, nothing but high notes all fucking downhill from there, but hey, and, the, and, the, and the Phillies won. And the Phillies, hey, there you go. Uh, the Phillies won. The wild card race is still alive. Yeah. Awesome. Awesome. Well, for Metal Matt, the J Lo, Big John Stud, Wild Bill, everyone, check us out on the social uh, interwebs at Forfeit Pod. Be good. Jesse. Gilbert. Yeah,